Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the movie council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council Podcast, the number one ranked movie podcast on the internet. My name is Dan Sherry. I am your host, and I am joined once again by my esteemed colleagues, the COO of the Movie Council and for the and yes, I wrote it down. So it's the 211th <laughs> week in a row, number one ranked movie guy, Andrew Sherry. Hello there. I appreciate I appreciate you tabulating that. Thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you. As well as our art director and security director, the thickly bearded Mr. Marky Bondurant. Good evening. Hello. And Last but not least, the CEO of the movie council, Kid Dynamite himself, Tim Sherry. Gentlemen, what's happening? I, uh, DP, very quickly, um, I, I do appreciate you um, tabulating that 211 yeah. uh, for AJ being the number one ranked movie guy. I do want to uh, bring up, <laughs> do you have anything to back up that we are the number one movie podcast out there? Oh, I yeah. Think you kind of just yeah. brought, you just kind of said it. Right, yeah. right. But I'm just going by my personal rankings. Oh, okay. well, that's, that's, personally, that's, I rank us number one. So factual yeah. then. That, that 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 checks out. So yeah, yeah, it works. <laughs> I've looked into this shit. So, mm. so how was uh, how's everyone been? How's your week been? AJ, what you been up to, brother? Uh, working, and as you all hopefully know, today is my the day we're recording, which is November fifth, is my birthday. Hey, fucking birthday, man! Uh, I am forty-eight years young today. Uh, Why do people say that? Yeah. Anyway, I'm forty-eight. Years you old. look it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, um, I'm not yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm uh, the elder statesman of the podcast, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I will remain that way. No one's catching up to me anytime you're, soon. You're clearly in your prime, though, as evidenced by the <laughs> two hundred and eleven weeks. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. right, right. Closing it, closing it on Federer. <laughs> Got a few months, but you're closing it on Federer. Right, my um, you know, my backhand is still Swiss really break. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my two-handed backhand yeah. is still yeah. on point. Yeah. You were a pretty good tennis player, if I recall. I, I was pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I beat the I shit to, out of Mark. I used to stomp on. <laughs> D, I used to stomp on D constantly. <laughs> and you know, D is now like a. A high school tennis coach, too. Oh, God. Yeah. He... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no one knows who that is. Anyways, AJ, can I <laughs> can I say something really quick? I don't know if you know this or not. Do you know that you share a birthday with Sam Rockwell? I did not know Ooh, that. He's 53 today. I swear to God, Sam Rockwell. It's nice to know, right? You right. also share a birthday with Brian Adams, who the Canadian government has apologized for numerous times. On provocations, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I hear, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's terrific. I didn't yeah. I didn't know that. I appreciate you looking that up. Uh, Sam yeah, no Rockwell no is uh, one of my favorite actors, actually. He's uh, yeah. 
Excellent. You want to talk about looking good for your age? That motherfucker, like I said, fifty-three. He looks great. I am. Oh yeah, great. And and he's terrific actor. So yeah, terrific actor. Well, I act. AJ, happy birthday! Very excited. You you you. know, if you remember, we we did. uh, God, it was a while back. We did my fortieth. Right on mm-hmm. the air. It was my it was my uh, my evening. Yep. And yep. We, we've got some festivities, right, DP? Oh, it, now that you mention it, <laughs> AJ, I, I I don't know if uh, if you knew this, but someone else wanted to uh, to to wish you a happy birthday. So uh, is, that, is that right? Oh, that that is right. So uh, you you check this out. This is a happy birthday to you, AJ. Hey, Andrew, how are you? It's the world-famous stuttering John Melendez. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday and congratulate you on the Movie Council podcast. I actually saw what it's about. Sounds like a good show. Also, dude, five years ago you heckled me in Vegas, and that's uncalled for. I mean, look, I don't ask for the license plate number of your house. I mean, come on. Anyway, the letters from Iwo Jima is a horrible, <laughs> horrible bad movie. I don't know why you like it so much. But that being said, it's your birthday. So first, let me give you the birthday trumpet sound that they play on the Howard Stern show. <laughs> and I'll sing you a little birthday song. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Andrew. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> and that was from me and Dan Sherry. Hope you have a great day. Stuttering job. Saying Gagia. <laughs> Dude, no way. <laughs> Holy oh, fuck. Happy birthday, way. AJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking you know, way. the funniest part about that is Marky was sitting right next to me I, during, I while I was heckling. I was so fucking embarrassed. I walked out of there. My not favorite because, Andy story of all time. <laughs> not because AJ was heckling the guy. He That guy was so bad. I felt terrible watching him. The, the embarrassment was painful. I had to get out of there. AJ had 100% right to tell him he sucked because he did <laughs> and Michaela and I just got up and left we couldn't take it anymore that, that might be the best that might be the best so thing that might be the best thing ever it might that be the hilarious. best thing ever well AJ <laughs> yeah. do you remember how excited I was over the Shooter McGavin one I feel like you're yeah. just as excited for oh you my goodness <laughs> my goodness DP you outdid yourself yeah. <laughs> doesn't he always <laughs> you outdid yourself and uh that was could, wonderful I, for me I, I couldn't be happier and I, the whole time yeah i was looking over at marky like what, what's what's oh, the reaction over here because marky me... marky was sitting literally in this right next to me during this whole thing that, and then it... he and then he got up and bolted yeah. Watching Sam. this video right now, it took me uh the first like five ten seconds before it really dawned on me who that was and then yeah. I was like, no way. That can't be him. And then he said it like, you, you heckled me. Yeah, you heckled me five no years ago. fucking way, dude. We still talk about that night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we do. 
AJ, uh, I, I, I'm so glad you liked it, AJ. Happy oh, birthday. my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. That was a great birthday present. AJ, I, I have always said for a long time, like in my family, you are always the best gift giver. But I think DP has taken over as the most creative gift giver. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it's a yeah. much of a fight anymore. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, yeah. The ten count has been laid. <laughs> um, nobody's getting off the mat for that, you know. Yeah, big time. Well, happy birthday, AJ. I'm happy you yes. liked it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. That was uh, that was unexpected, but really <laughs> great, really great, DP. Wow. <laughs> wow <laughs> wow all right oh, moving awesome. on yeah. yeah let's get into it so uh so yeah we got a few things going on tonight uh we're gonna do another round of the rotten tomato game tomatoes game uh and if i and if i remember correctly there's a champion right now currently reigning mm. that, that's me yeah so unless, right, I, right, I mean, yeah. this this is going to be like a, a triple threat match for the title. Granted, like I'm AJ's not, whoa, won, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tim's won, Marky hasn't won yet, but I've, okay, we're going WWE all, style. He can win so, the title. Triple tonight. threat rules? Oh, yeah. First of I all, can, I can use a steel I can use a steel chair. DP, DP. Okay, okay. Slow it down, yes. Okay, I first of all, I've won twice, okay? Mm-hmm. So... And I did not agree to put the title up tonight. If one of these uh, people beat me tonight, maybe I'll give him a title shot in the future. But I'm not putting up the belt this evening. I'm not prepared for that. What are you, Eric Bischoff? You're just making shit up on the fly? You're making matches? What the fuck is going on here? You're damn right. Fuck. I'm Vince McManning it. This is going to be the Montreal screw job all over again. (laughs) Yeah, it's called for the bell. All right, sorry, sorry, so, Marky. Sorry, too many professional wrestling yeah. references there. A lot of zoned out. I blacked yeah, out. What happened? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you debate. All right, sorry. All right, so, All right um, yeah. So, DP, yeah. Do you want to? You want to get rolling? Okay? You want to? You want to go? Uh, you want to just start it up? You want to talk about? Yeah, it? because because uh, like, like like you said, this week just for everyone listening. <clears throat> We don't have a specific topic. Mm-mm. We're just talking shit tonight. And why? Well, I, thought, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna do a portion of the bracket. We are. Oh, that's we right. Are. We're but gonna do, we're that. Gonna do yeah. that. But we don't have like a real topic tonight. DP, explain why. Yeah, it, we we wanted to go back to like what started this podcast. Like the, the whole reason we're doing a podcast now is uh, if you don't remember or you didn't start listening from the beginning. Or you're uh, just fucking stupid. <laughs> it could be it's woo. Well, there go our five listeners, AJ. <laughs> but yeah, if you're a newer listener. I'm uh, looking they, at you, bearded thigh tickler. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, this whole thing started with us, uh, it, like in the heart of the pandemic, uh, we would do these family FaceTime calls where, you know, there's nothing else to do on a weekend. So It'd be like 15, 18 of us yeah, all on one call, yeah. just shooting the shit and having fun. And every one of those calls just devolved into the four of us just shooting the shit about movies and, and you know, other stuff as well. But it usually ended up just talking movies and throwing shit back and forth. And like we'd go till 3 a.m. just talking shit. So we figured... Tonight, we want to just go back to that and just talk shit. Just, you know, throw stuff back and forth and have fun. And, 
you know, and just see where it fucking takes us. So mm. instead of a straight up topic tonight, we're just each going to do a few things that uh, we want to talk about. So should 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 be interesting. I, I think this will be a fun night. Yeah. And I, think I, I think it should be. Mm. Uh, if I stop interrupting everyone. It's your birthday, though. We so. might let you get away with it for a yeah. week. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, you, get, you get a pass. Mm. <laughs> your liver so. doesn't. You still have a heart condition. Take it easy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I did want to say too, like one of the things that was that was that would happen those nights too, we'd have all these people on these these family Zoom calls, and the four of us would just take over the call mm-hmm. conversations. And suddenly we just without even saying goodnight, you just see all of our family members just drop, drop off fucking feed. <laughs> <laughs> They've had enough to listen to us. So right. So, we're yeah. like, well, yeah, we need a different platform for this. Yeah. And then we'd no, be hammered at get rid of, the- let's get rid of these jokers and just talk yeah. movies. Yeah. We'd be hammered at 2 30 in the morning and be like, where's that do a podcast? And then next thing you know, <laughs> fucking 55 episodes later, <laughs> however many we're on at this point. So um, so, um uh, that being said, uh, tonight we're we're gonna start off with uh, with something we've done a couple times now on the podcast the the Rotten Tomatoes game. Uh, it, again, tonight I'll, I'll be running this one, and for our uh, our theme tonight, I went with uh, a, a theme I know I love. I'm quite sure Tim loves, and I'm sure Mark and Andy are also very big fans. We're going with buddy cop movies. Love yeah. Everyone Love loves the buddy cop yeah. genre. Absolutely. I do. Uh, we're, we're going with five buddy cop movies. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the Rotten Tomatoes game is a little game we play where I will name a movie and the, the rest of the council will give their guess as to what the Rotten Tomatoes score on each movie is. And uh, basically, whoever gets closest wins. And uh, as we said, Tim's won a couple times. Andy's won once. Marky and myself still haven't won. But tonight's, tonight could be Marky's night. Well, TP, to be fair, you, you've hosted all of them except one. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think, DP, <clears throat> we should also always mention that uh, this isn't our brainchild. This That's game right. was yes. borrowed from another show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Adam yeah. Carolla show would do this segment, and it's a super fun segment. So we figured yeah. we we would do it as well, and uh, and have a good time. So you guys, you you guys ready? You got uh, something to write down your scores mm-hmm. on? Do. And uh, uh, yeah, DP, can you guys talk about yourself for like thirty seconds, please. Just all right. No, I, do, I, I don't and don't cut this out. Just cut. Talk, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> well, now we are. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be all weird about so, it. So yeah, let's talk yeah. just about him. Let's say <laughs> stuff. Um, and hope how many he tank tops listen. does he own? <laughs> actually, it's just one. He just never yeah. takes it off. That makes sense. It's actually a tattoo of a tank top <laughs> on his ab- abdomen. Oh. So he's actually shirtless. It's yeah. All right, it's here we go. All right, <laughs> there we go. All okay. right. All right. All right. So, for, for so, so yeah, sure because we are an audio podcast. So, sure yeah. the for the listeners, yeah. So, TW has uh, put a belt over his shoulder, championship belt, mm. <laughs> which I'm not putting on the line tonight. By the way, I'm just talking right, to you because guys he's he's won a couple times, so yeah. he thinks he's. So- he, he, he thinks technically he thinks he's a, is the defending champion. Right, so right. thinks AJ, he's, he's got his AJ, championship belt. 
AJ, it's not a matter of thought. Okay. No, but when I won, I think you were on the losing end of my victories. So. Once, yeah. You were on the losing end of mine twice. So, oh, shit, son. It means I'm better. One, one of the times I mailed it in for sure, but uh, the other time. <laughs> Aster, baby, hold my belt. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Put that fucking belt away, will you? My valet. Aster, right. hold I'm my ready. belt. All right, take All your right. dick. Here out. we go. Right, take your in. dick out of your hand. I'm, root, I'm rooting for AJ tonight. It's his birthday. Why would I'm you root for, for you? I mean, right. I fucking <laughs> suck at this game. I'm so bad at this game. Do your best. I don't know if you guys remember, but I have like the biggest spread and misses. Mm. You've missed. Uh, some, you've missed some big. Yeah. Ones. In in yeah. in RT game history, are you talking or? Yeah. yeah. A bit, that could be a uh, allegory for life. Mm. Yeah, mine. Hey, it's all of us. So, let's be honest. All right, all right let's, let's go. go. Let's, yeah, let's, GP, let's, fire go. let's let's do this. All right, here we go. Buddy, fooled around long enough. How, how many rounds? Remind us. How many rounds? We, we, we got rounds? five movies here. Five movies. Okay. Five movies, and our first one in the buddy cop genre. Number movie number one. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence team up to battle an evil crime boss in 1995's Bad Boys. Oh, boy. Wow. We're talking about the first one? Yeah. Yes. No, number one. Bad Boys 1 from 1995. And remind me again, this is the critics or the audience review? Critics. Critics. Yeah, yeah. Always, always the critics. So. All right, AJ. Wait, don't say yet. Hang on. Hang on. All right. Hang on, hang on. Okay, you guys. Let, Marky. Okay. I got you one. ready? All yeah. right. So AJ, you have fifty-seven percent, and Marky, you have sixty-nine percent. That's right. Hey-o. And Tim is at seventy-seven percent. I will let you gentlemen know, and this was a surprise to me as well. Bad boys is rotten at 42 percent wow. oh shit oh Dang. god all right 42 a start tonight Ooh. goodness gracious so <laughs> oh i'm sorry tw said the belt is on the line right? no i did not I, I said it was not on the line tonight say so you know. <laughs> all right lot, lot of game come, left coming out strong coming yeah a lot, lot of a lot of game left to be played don't start but, sucking your own dick quite yeah, yet 20 right? points <laughs> all right, all right. <clears throat> Movie number two, Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell team up to battle an evil crime boss in 1989's Tango and Cash. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow, 1989. Yeah, Tango yeah. and Cash. A, I guess you could call it a cult classic. I mean, I know if you ask the Booker man, if it's a cult classic. Yeah, no, I think you right. would feel very differently. 1989. About that. Yeah. In 1989, though, they thought a lot of stupid shit was cool, so... Uh. <sighs> Jesus. Um. <laughs> All right. He does. Oh. All right. TW, that's mean. Is 27%. AJ had 48%. Marky, <laughs> 69%. And I will let you gentlemen know. Tango and Cash is rotten. Damn it. At 30%. Oh, here we go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I'm so bad at this game. Well, you just pick 69 every time. I mean, right? Just twice. (laughs) Okay. And then a row. 
twice out of two movies. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> All right, movie number three. Mel Gibson and Danny Glover team up to battle an evil crime boss. Fuck yeah, dude. In 1987's Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah. You guys noticing a trend here? Yeah. <laughs> She's not only buddy cops, but fucking old ones. Oh, God. Um, God, I feel like this guy. Fuck. Um, all right. Unsurprising to no one. Marky's score. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What are you talking so, about? All right. AJ. Went with 63%. Yes, sir. Marky, 69%. And Tim, you went with 71%. And Lethal Weapon is certified fresh. Yep. At 80%. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Come on. Come on. What did you put down there on that one, TW? Comeback trail, 71. (laughs) Two points. Got me by two points. All right. So I know it's all been teaming up to battle an evil crime boss. Let's switch it up now and uh, go with their two private investigators in L.A. looking for the same missing girl. And they end up teaming up to battle an evil crime boss. And 2016, the nice guys. That was a good movie. I like that one. All right, Marky, sixty-nine <laughs> percent. That's right. <laughs> and AJ, eighty-five percent, and TW, and ninety-three percent. The nice guys is certified fresh at ninety-one percent. That was a good movie. I like that Let's one. Let's go. A lot. Right, I'm not even going to keep track of Marky's score anymore. Hey, come on. Man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's gonna, it, you know what? It's gonna work sometime. I'm telling yeah. you right now. All right, they, again, let's switch it up one more time. And uh, movie number five. This documentary style film follows two LA beat cops on the job as they deal with gangs and drug dealers, and eventually battle an evil crime boss in 2012's End of Watch. End of Watch. Is that the one that Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, yes. God. And, um, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Yeah. Did you guys ever see that one? It's a great movie. I did. I, I, I thought really it was, enjoyed it. I thought it was okay. I didn't I didn't love it. You know what? I but thought I, it was about, I don't know, a, maybe 69%. <laughs> I, I'd say is about right. All right. And here we go. So... Wow, you guys are close on this one. End of watch. AJ has 81%. Tim has 80%. And yes, Marky has 69%. That's right. <laughs> and end of watch is certified fresh at 85%. Oh, AJ, you're closer. So, all right, you guys hey, talk uh, amongst yourselves. Daddy will add up the TW's got this one. Yeah, Marky, let me ask you yeah. a question. Do uh-huh. you feel do you would you feel comfortable down the road hosting this game? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cuz you're you're getting I feel like you're getting frustrated with yourself. Well, and I don't want you to get upset. I'm 
if I could explain a little bit of my uh, mental process here and how I came to these conclusions of all 69%. You chose 69 every time. That's the I did. That's right. (laughs) So the first one on bad boys, I genuinely picked 69. And I thought, yeah, that's yeah. a funny number. I thought so. I, I thought the critics would have liked that. Right? That's why funny. Yeah, it's I'd, definitely a funny number. Marky, I had 77 yeah. on that one. I was off 30 yeah. something points. And then Tango and Cash. I think I that no it's, that's, I that's, that's, you know what? That's that bad boys is uh-huh. skewed by your love of that movie. That's no, it. I, yeah. no, I, I do like the original. I think it's fun. It's awful. It's it has plot holes a mile right, wide. Right, right, right. You get to get past. Right. I knew I was going to be your own biased. I knew right. I was going to be off on the nice guys and on lethal weapon, but I had to stick to the joke at that point. Yeah. And yeah, I was right. going to, I wasn't going to yeah, win. Well so. done. You're committed. Marky. Well, yeah. well done with that. You're committed. You're committed. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And it, it actually made my job a little easier because at that point I, did, I could, didn't really have to add up your scores anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. So I just yeah. had to add up the two and I'll tell you, this was, it was pretty close. There's only a seven point differential. Because Tim, you were so far off on that first one. I know, I know. But you did battle your way back and win with a <sighs> score of fifty-three to AJ's sixty. That AJ's was like sixty's a really fucking good score, by the way. That was like TW DP. just really got super close on those last few. DP, it was like it was like I was I'm the champ, but I got dropped in the first round. You know, I almost got mm-hmm. me out of there. Oh, right, like, but I, yeah, I, I you just, fought your like, way back. Like I walked to the I walked to the corner on rubbery legs, you know, and I, I got I got myself. It was win. it was like Usman yeah. versus Gilbert Burns when he like yeah, he got yeah, rocked yeah, by that yeah, one right, punch, yeah. and then yeah. then he came back and dominated. Got my him. second wind, I came back strong. I came back swinging in the second round and finished off. Kept the belt, yeah. baby. Oh, by the very, way, the belt, the, very by the nicely way, done. D- DP, just so you know, the belt was on the line tonight. Now, now, now it was on the line. <laughs> just so you know, that's the ultimate heel <laughs> move right there. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? That's now, bullshit. Now that that is lose. bullshit. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, if I lost, it wouldn't have been on the line. Anyways. Oh, uh, good game, guys. Awesome. Now, Mark, yeah, you know, that was you're, great. You're a, real, you're a real piece of work, you know that? <laughs> yeah, I'm the Ric Flair of the Rotten Tomatoes game right here. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, Marky, yeah, you know, hey, listen, I, 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 it's not really not fair to some of you guys because I'm on Rotten Tomatoes constantly so well, well, and so I, would, am I. I would be happy to host the game um, okay okay dp you'll have to coach me on how you uh what kind of stuff you do to prepare for it because yeah i've never been it. good at this game i do I have a bit i have a big pro- big problem of taking my own uh feelings towards a movie into consideration it's factually and then, correct and then when it comes to something like uh a movie that's I may have seen, but it's a little bit before my time. For instance, Tango and Cash, you said it was like 89 or something. Mm-hmm. I genuinely would have thought that would have been higher. I, review did too. Time I was shocked of, at how low that one was. Because the which, amount of which like, one's Tango Cash? You are correct, Tango sir. Cash, yeah. That movie yeah. is terrible, though. Like, I, I love it, but it's right, like, obje- right. It's objectively terrible. It's but, horrible. Right. All the right. shit that oh, they were God, putting out. But on. you know what? You got it, TW. You got into that bias on Bad Boys, right? You kind of got sucked yeah. into that. No, I definitely. Mm-hmm. The Booker Man would have said Tango and Cash was 99%, is, is, is the <laughs> guess. But, but I did it's that with Bad Boys. Rotten Tomatoes game, not the Booker Man. AJ. Scaling AJ, <laughs> AJ, to be fair, not only what did I have some bias towards bad boys, but I, I, I swear that I felt like the critics liked the original more, but of course took a giant dump on, you know, the sequel, which was, well, they did awesome. take a giant dump on the sequel. The sequel was probably right. like 
20 something percent. Most I don't likely. Know. Right, 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 right. You can probably. Yeah. But, but actually, weirdly, too. Bad Boys for Life had pretty good rate. Maybe, maybe that's yeah, where maybe in the tomatoes. 60s or 70s, right? Maybe that's yeah, where I, I got messed know. up. Maybe that's where I got messed up. Yeah. But I swear, I, I, for a minute, I was almost like, I feel like the critics had this around like 90. Like, that's how I felt for a minute. One of, one of these days, the topic is going to be picked on, on something I, I, I've scoured the, the scores yeah. for a yeah. lot. <laughs> And I'll win that goddamn title. Every Sam Rockwell movie. I didn't think uh, End of Watch would have scored eighty-five percent. I didn't. I just love that movie. You know what? I haven't. I haven't seen it, but I. I I knew that it was fairly critically. It was really good. Yeah, I loved it. Actually, I thought it it was was awesome. It was. It was good. I didn't get it. I mean, I got it, but like, I didn't care for. I don't know. It was also maybe I was expecting something else. So, yeah, I don't uh, know. and it's also cast well, like Jalen Hall, Michael Pena. I like, like Michael that, Pena. That's a good. Yeah. That, yeah, I do too. I like Jalen Hall too. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a great. That's a great duo right there. Um, and, and and not to like just toot my own horn, but did you guys enjoy my movie synopses for I each guess, one? Uh, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was good stuff. I had a fun time writing those. Oh yeah. So I look at every movie, and it was yeah. They fight the like crime boss. <laughs> yeah. I like every that. Time. <laughs> every every now, time I say something of note, I'm going to lean into the microphone. I like that. <laughs> I am a gigantic fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That, that works. <laughs> I the, like that idea. The yes. nice guys. I like this. I'm going to interrupt you, two little flamers. The nice guys was. <laughs> Genuinely oh, I, I fucking love the nice guys. Yeah, if anybody oh. hasn't seen that, it's a very I fun. Should. I haven't actually go see that. Yet, go I'm see it. Check that one out. That's, that's Russell, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Good yeah. shit. Yeah. Good they shit. That well movie. Keith David's yeah. in it. Oh, ooh, I'll love Keith Keith David. Yeah, he's the man. But I just love the um the 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 um the interplay between crow and uh, gosling it's yeah, so good it works so mm-hmm. good guys can i can yeah. i do a keith, can i do a keith david movie line and see if you guys know which one yes it is? please oh shit it's gonna be from <laughs> recommend from a dream isn't it there's something yeah, about mary come i'm not gonna say it now mark <laughs> forget it it was All requiem right. yes good job Marky. <laughs> wow Dude. Marky gets it before he says the line. That might fall. be a first. <laughs> I thought it was going to be this something about Mary, but well, I mean, yeah. that's a did you boy, you shit yourself or something? I mean, like that's a great. I mean, yeah, but how'd yeah. you get the beans about the Frank? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't pull it out for fresh air. That's what I was going to say, Marky. Yeah. I know it's pretty, but I didn't take it out for air. So anyway, <laughs> um, all right, DP, you want to? Uh, you guys want to switch gears and uh, do the next round of the uh, the NIT? Yeah, yeah let's do it. it. All right, guys, um, we're going to do that again. If, if anybody hasn't been listening, um, well, wasn't listening last week, let me just quickly, again, we got to make sure we keep everyone up to date with what we're doing. Last season, we did the Laughingstock Tournament. The season before that, we did the Villains Tournament. It's a college basketball-style March Madness bracket. Um, so, again, last season, we did the Laughingstock Tournament, which best comedies. We crowned the Naked Gun as the best comedy of all time, which now that is the best comedy of all time because we we – we that, said so. We came to that consensus here. So it is. Um, but one of the things that happened was a lot of people were texting me and then we were talking amongst ourselves and going, oh man, how did we forget this movie? And how did we forget that movie? And, how, and I started like writing things down every time we would bring that up. And then I started looking into things more. And I found that there's a lot of movies that 
maybe weren't good enough to make the laughing stock, but we should at least have them in some type of tournament and figure out what's the best of that bunch. So in college basketball, they have an NIT tournament, which is, you know, the, not the big one, but it's the one who the people that didn't get invited to the, the, the big tournament. Right, so we're not, doing not invited tournament. Yeah. We're doing the laughing stock NIT. All right. So we did four matchups last week. We're going to do four matchups tonight four matchups next week, four matchups the week after that. And then on the episode after that, we'll devote a whole episode to doing the, the final 16. And uh, that'll, that'll will crown the, the tournament winner for the laughing stock NIT. And then we'll try to break down how we think it might've done in the, uh, in the laughing stock tournament. I think it'll be a lot of fun as well. So um, just to recap last week, what about Bob moved on over uh, neighbors? Uh, the other guys moved on over. This is the end road trip upset game night. Number 12 beat number five and uh bad Santa at number four beat out mall rats, uh, number 13. So that was, uh, was a good one. Good week. We're going to start up this week. Now we're going to go ahead and do the number one seed from this side of the bracket, which is going to be the number one seed hot fuzz. The Edgar Wright movie taking on number 16, the classic American pie. Marky, talk to me about this matchup. Um, it's going to be easy decision for me going with the number one seed. Um, Amer- American Pie never quite got me. I guess I was a little bit young when it yeah. kind of came out in its heyday, but um, it's e- even then, like I still would have been, you know, a, a young horny kid, and I thought it was like, oh man, it's gonna be awesome seeing this movie with boobies and stuff. But like, <laughs> it was funny. Stifler was the best part, but clearly. Uh, uh, the main guy, I always forget his name. Oh, uh, the kid from Jason Rookie Banks. of the Year. No, no, Jason no. Biggs. No, the kid from Rookie of the Year. He's the lead. And he's yeah. from Saving Silver. No, Jason Biggs is the lead. Biggs, American Pie. Yes. I Biggs. Can't yeah, say yeah. The he's the one that fucks the pie. Right. But the other kid's really the one that the story Kevin, the one that's around. Yeah, Kevin, no, that's it's Jason Reed. Biggs. No, I'm just telling you. The who lead. was the other one? Always he, he was, was considered the lead. Yeah. I'm not saying who the most important character was, AJ. I'm saying who the lead character Jason was. Jason Biggs was that dipshit from Rookie of the Year. Was that what it was called, right? Rookie of the Year, Little yeah. Big League, or what was Rookie of the Year? <clears throat> Rookie of the Year. The kid who breaks his arm, fucks his elbow up, or something. Yeah. Then he gets Tommy John and starts fucking throwing 100 miles an hour or whatever the hell happens. Yeah. And sorry, yeah. Marky, uh, you're going with no, but fun. yeah. So Hot Fuzz for me, that's just a, a gem of a movie. It's very special. Uh, is it written by Edgar Wright as well as directed? Yes, sir. Um, and you know it's the uh, uh, the cat the duo that that special duo of um, fuck well I'm drawing a blank on the two names right now but uh, Simon Pegg and uh, uh, I never remember that Nicholas maybe Nick, Nick, Nick Simon Pegg yeah Nick Frost. yeah Nick Frost he 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 is a funny funny fuck I, yeah. I love that guy. the two yeah. of them together is special gold um yeah. this, they came <clears throat> came in with this after uh, uh, Shaun of the Dead and this was that like a buddy cop movie and it was a spoof on buddy cop movies in a way, but it was smartly written and so well done. And it has that backdrop of a, a quaint English village. It's just through and through. And Timothy Dalton is funny, creepy in it. It's great all the way through. There's a bunch of other big name British people that you'd recognize and all sorts of stuff. If you watch downtown Abbey and all that crap, but hot fuss for me. All right. And this might get interesting. AJ, what do you think about this matchup? Well, I'm American, but I think Jason Bates was the lead. But he's not. He's, <laughs> te- technically, he's not. If you say so. But <laughs> oh. 
Um, American Pie has a um, sentimental place for me for whatever reason. Um, maybe it's my age or whatever. Uh, it's my birthday. It's my birthday today, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, Hot Fuzz is the is the more clever, the better written film. It's the funnier film. I haven't seen Hot Fuzz in a while. And I've seen like the American Pie films way more recently. I think they're just on more. Mm. They're on TV mm. more. They're on you American know, TV. Yeah. Yeah. American TV. So I've seen them more recently. I've seen the sequels, which, you know, not, not great. Like, no. They're not great, but no. they just, they just hold a sort of sentimental place in my heart. But, um, but I still think Hot Fuzz is just the better, not as good as Shaun of the Dead. That's why Shaun of the Dead was in the, in the main tournament and it got really far. Yeah. It did well. Uh, yeah. Won yeah, a couple rounds. Really, yeah. We did really well. But Hot Fuzz is, the, is ranked number one in this tournament and it should be solved for hot fuzz. Yeah. DP, do you concur? You know, at first I thought I did, but now I'm thinking about it. Like fucking American pie, like said, like Stifler was fucking hilarious in it, mm-hmm. but you also That's get the the, like the, the Jason Biggs getting caught on a, uh, getting caught on the webcam. Wanking at the channel, or <laughs> yeah. good, you know, Shan Elizabeth in his room. That was hilarious. The Allison fucking the pie. Yeah, it, this one time at band camp thing. Yeah, and this one time at band camp. Yeah, lot, lot, yeah, yeah. It, the, that that was a great joke that fucking lasted. I mean, that one joke spurned another fucking movie. There's an American Pie band camp movie because of that Stifler's one mom. joke. <laughs> yeah, Stifler's mom. Uh, you know what? And I've seen Hot Fuzz and I really liked it. But it's been a while since I've seen it and it doesn't stick in my memory nearly as much as American Pie does. Like, I remember way more about Milf. American Pie. <laughs> remember the whole, the whole milk thing came out of it? <laughs> It makes it so much funnier because AJ just leans into the mic and just throws in these lines, just leans in and throws in the milk. It's really good. It's really good. Big fan. DP, you go. Awesome. (laughs) I'm going to give my vote to American Pie. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. That's that's big there. Wow. That's Um, huge. That's a huge upset. DP, as as much as I. um, No, but. uh, Not happening. No, but. Let me just say, I, I obviously I love American Pie. It's it's great. You're right. Yeah, for all yeah. Things. There's so many, so many iconic things that come out of it, and and mm-hmm. and, and I. Stifler, John Show. <laughs> Stifler is is hysterical. The movie's great. It's horribly stupid and cheesy, but it it, it I, I love it. Like it's one of those movies I always talk about. If it's on TV, I'll watch the rest of it. But Hot Fuzz is just on another yes. level as far yeah. as um, intelligence of a comedy, and I even think the the, the LPMs are, are are probably pretty even. I mean, yeah. 
the opening okay. scene in in Hot Fuzz where you know they keep bringing like the, the new person in to talk to because they're transferring him and he's pissed and they keep bringing a more higher ranking official in to talk to him and they keep, go how's, the, how's the hand yeah they just, <laughs> it's it's brilliant um, I love American Pie but it's Hot Fuzz for me so that's moving on oh Edgar Wright is uh, is pretty brilliant well you know he has a new movie pretty brilliant. Right? Uh, last fight in Soho, right? Just came out, yeah. yeah. Oh, right, oh, right, right, right. I don't think it's streaming anywhere, though. I think it, I think it's in the theaters. Did I make that up? Or? I'm pretty sure. No, 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 no. That's probably right. right. Yeah. A lot of things are uh, pushing for the theaters these days. Yeah, I think that. I think yeah, that. absolutely. So, uh, anyways, all right. So, yeah, Hot Fuzz moves on. Um, I'm gonna go straight down the bracket. Um, so I'm gonna do the eight versus yeah. nine. This is gonna be an interesting one, I think. If you guys mm-hmm. have seen these movies, um, we're gonna do number eight. This is such an under. Under the, sorry, this is such an under uh, the radar kind of pick or underrated kind of pick because it's a movie that was my yeah, underrated pick of the week. <laughs> nice. I don't think it ever even went to theaters. This this movie, and if it did, probably it was not. Very limited release. Small maybe. number of theaters in the middle of nowhere. All right. So, um, it is number eight. It's Grandma's Boy. So that is uh, the Happy Madison production. Um, Turned into a cult classic, though. Cult oh, classic. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, okay, nobody. Um, there's nobody really in it, other than like the bit characters from most of the Sandler right. movies. The, the, um, yeah. they're, they're his crew that he always carries him in the other right. Happy Madison production movies. That exactly. are exactly like and the, the, and the bigger ones. They're always background characters. Right. So like the guy yeah. that played his caddy in Happy Gilmore is the lead. Is the lead in, right. in this right. Yeah. And if you guys haven't seen it, if you're listening, you haven't seen it, it's fucking hilarious. And it's going up against uh, number nine, Friday, the Chris Tucker Ice Cube, which is also fucking great. It's It's such a shame that one of these movies has to get I know. I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at myself for this pairing now. But um, unfortunately, these are the tough decisions we got to make. So, uh, DP, what do you think? All right. So, for me, this comes down to, um, I think Friday is the better movie overall yeah but grandma's boy makes me laugh like way more not just a little more so like if a movie makes me laugh a little more i'll go with the better movie right right right. but grandma's boy makes me like that actually way more yeah so i gotta go with grandma's boy i like that that movie is very funny dp i like that criteria kind of like one that just it's just if it really exceeds in one area, I, I like that. It'll be yeah. a fan. So, all right, Grandma's Boy. Marky, have you seen both these movies? Yeah. Tell me and what you think. I'm, right. It's I'm a lot harder for me now that I think about it. Um, my gut went with Friday. You know, this mm-hmm. Friday introduced us to uh, um, Tucker, Chris Tucker. One of the greatest performances ever. Right. Yeah. And Such a great role. So for well me, done. for me, this movie, it introduced me to John Witherspoon. And oh. I'm, he's passed away now, and I'm always going to forever kick myself for not going to see him, his stand-up. He came to Charlotte one year, uh, a little bit before he passed, and I was, like, debating, like, oh, that'd be hilarious. I heard he's, like, really, really good. Very he's origi- originally a stand-up comic, and uh, for whatever reason, didn't get, go see him, and he passed away, like, a year or two later. I'm like, God damn it. Like, you know, kicking myself forever for not going to see him. Um, <clears throat> but with what DP just said, Friday is hilarious. Love it up and down. You could always watch that movie, but Grandma's Boy is is stoner humor, which is a little bit uh, more up my alley, I think. 
and mm-hmm. it's just silly. It's just stupid, silly mm-hmm. through and through. Doesn't give you a chance. It's, it's Betty White in there, right? That plays his grandma. Is that her or no? Not Betty White. Who am I thinking of? No. I have to look it it's up. It's not that other White. lady that's like she she the old lady that was like dancing at the in the wedding singer and rapping. You know? Yeah. Oh, Wasn't yeah. that her? Yeah. No. But when they throw that party, not her, right? Hang on a sec. I'm pulling it up right now. When they when they throw that party and all the grandmas are getting high and shit and drinking with them. Let's see. Doris Roberts. Oh, it's the uh uh that's the lady from uh Everybody Loves Raymond, right? It's the it's uh Raymond's mom. Yes, it is. That's who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's great, right? Jonah Hill, a young, fat Jonah Hill's in it. Yeah. Nick, Swartzen, Nick, Nick Swartz, yeah. yeah. Kevin Nealand, a lot of uh, Adam Sandler's buddies. but And it was girl, one of the first whoever movies. Whoever the girl is can get it, too. Yeah, right? she's fine. Yeah, right. This is... Um, yeah, we just figured that out. It, there, it there was probably Roberts. other low-key <laughs> well, Happy Madison production movies that came out, but he did a whole string of them. I feel like after grandma's boy, because there was like an underground success for it. And mm-hmm. then there was, well, I, Joe dirt would have been a happy Madison one, but that was kind of, like, yeah. <laughs> kind of like uh, the, the outside characters. But this was the first one that was like truly uh, the B cast that kind of went on their own later. They did like strange wilderness and stuff like that, uh, which had a lot of the same guys in it, but. I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Grandma's Boy, I think, because the LPM is just a little bit higher. Oh, so we got two, right? LPMs, yeah. two. Okay, all right. Um, let me weigh in. This this was this is a tough one. This really yeah. is. Um, it's not with an easy heart that I went with that. Wow, I, I don't even know where to. Okay. Um, yeah, Friday is definitely the smarter movie. I'm trying to think if the LPMs outweigh how much smarter than Friday is than Grandma's Boy. And I, I don't, right. I don't think that Friday is smart enough to match up to the LPMs of Grandma's Boy. I just don't, I don't think so. Grandma's Boy makes me piss my pants when I watch. I mean, when he gets caught jacking it in the bathroom to the Lara <laughs> Croft figure, and and yeah. The kid's mom walks. It's just, it's, it really is. It's a sterile race car think. bed, all that. Yeah, shit. But it's a totally sweet yeah. bed. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> I'm going with grandma's boy. So AJ, I know we're going to you last and it's already a wrap, but I do want to hear you weigh in on it. Sure. Um, <clears throat> actually grandma's boy taps into, you know, video game culture and yeah. it's something that I, I dig a lot. Um, I do have to throw my vote to Friday only because, um, it really wasn't, and and I don't know if it was DP that mentioned it, but it was really Chris Tucker, like the breakout. Yeah, what's yeah. real? Where we really first saw him, you he know, stole that movie for sure, right? Yeah. And and I don't think um, that was the design, right? Like, it, but he did steal the movie, yeah. and it was just so clearly. amazing, clearly so amazing. And I think um, the lines just, from sorry, but the lines from John Witherspoon were are just dynamite. That's when I when I quote that movie, it's all of his shit. Well, and Chris Tucker's it's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. <laughs> right. You got knocked the fuck out. Like it's a more there's more yeah. iconic lines to that movie. And I just want to give it its credit. Like honestly, it's an eight nine matchup and it deserves a vote. And I'm gonna give it to Friday. Sure. Yeah. And I know I know grandma's boys moving moving on, but but um Friday um 
I've seen Friday more, and honestly, uh, seeing these matchups, and this is what's great, and I'm glad you're at, you, you um, put this together, TW. Some of these movies I haven't seen in a little while, and I need to go back to them, like mm-hmm. especially Grandma's Boy. And I, I will go back to them as we move into the second round, and it faces off against Hot Fuzz. You know, yeah. I'm going to want to see both those films again. Um, mm, you know, to sure. give it, give it, a, you know, the right. The right, um, uh, you know, the right, the fair shake. I think Grandma's have. Boy has a live chance in that one. Oh, uh, it's I a live dog. They're a live dog. So I want a live dog big time. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll throw my vote to Friday, but I think Grandma's Boy is well deserving of a, of a, of the votes you guys gave him. Love it. it Every time food. I'm in the kitchen, you're in the, you kitchen. In the kitchen. Eating up all that goddamn food. Like, goddamn refrigerator. All right. So, all right. Um, Ain't nobody go in there for 40, 45 minutes. All right. uh, Let's move into the next one. This is going to be the guy's bowel movements were like a major part of that. Hysterical. Yes. Um, All right. So, this, this, you know what? I almost wish I broke this one up differently, but although, okay, no, not, no. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. We're going to go with the number five, the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Versus number 12, Basketball, Trey Parker, Matt Stone, uh, uh, sports parody. Um, let me go first. Um, I wanted to give Christmas Vacation a lot of um, its due because it's such a popular Christmas movie. And it is fucking hilarious. It really is a funny, funny movie. And uh, it it's really brilliant, too, because by the end, when Chevy Chase has that breakdown at the end, like you're right with him at that point. Because you're probably already on oh. on, you're probably already on like on medication because of what your family's been doing to you through Christmas while you're watching this movie, and then you go on the ride with him, and at the end you're just ready to pop. Right. He or, does you're, well. or you're or you're like twelfth eggnog or whatever. Like. Right, exactly. And he's just he's trying to keep it together all movie, and then the pop at the end is just it's really a funny, awesome movie. But if we're taking that formula into consideration that we talked about with the LPMs. The amount of LPMs from basketball, shit. I'm I'm almost thinking the 12 seed wasn't good enough for this because basketball's hysterical, and I take basketball over Christmas Vacation. So, uh, AJ, what do you think? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's not having as much effect now, but basketball. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I, have- I'll tell I'll tell you, uh, Christmas Vacation's a, a funny movie, like you said. Yeah. It just isn't one that I go back to ever. Basketball is a film that I go back to over and over and over again. And it's it's funny because, you know, usually um, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are, you know, not in front of the camera, but they're, you know, they're, they're doing, you know, South Park or Team America, but they're, you know, they're they're in front of the camera on this and they are hilarious. Those two guys are hilarious. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. All the side characters in that film just crack me the fuck up. Squeak. Constantly squeak. <laughs> and, and even just like, uh, you know, when they're calling the games, like all, all of it, oh, yeah. All, yeah. all of it just works. Yeah. Um, the little kid getting fucking shit faced, like all of it just, <laughs> all of it works for me. And it, it was always, when I looked at this matchup, um, the other day was always going to be basketball for me. So, okay, basketball. All right, DP. All right, so I also like I I loved basketball, 
And so I actually, I hadn't seen it in years and years and years. So I watched it today. Movie doesn't fucking hold up, boys. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. watched it recently. Basketball? I have. Uh, I the have. jokes, uh, to me, they just seem so fucking dated and just like kind of huh. cheesy, like stereotype jokes, you know, like, oh, the team from New York, they're all goombas. And uh, like, yeah. I think that was the point, though. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there was a couple yeah. moments that were like very smart, like Trey. Trey and Matt, like smart joke parts, like uh, that whole intro scene about how sports have just devolved <laughs> into celebrations and yeah, right, right. touchdown yeah. dances and that. That part was hilarious. But then when they got into it, it just, I don't know, the jokes didn't hit for me anymore. Like it, they just seemed kind of cheesy and yeah, played out yet. It, for me, Christmas Vacation holds up to this day. It's just as funny now as it was when I saw it the first time. Yeah. And it's goddamn brilliant. Chevy Chase is a fucking tour de force in this movie. He is hilariously funny. And for me, this it, it's not real. It was close until I watched Basketball today, and then it became not close at all. Like, Christmas Vacation is a Definitely funnier movie for me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's easy Christmas vacation. All right, Marky, what do you think? You sending this to overtime or uh I think I should because um I've only seen Christmas vacation once and it was a long time ago mm-hmm. and it didn't really stick with me at that time, but I I'm sure I, I watched it when I was so young that I don't think I appreciated it and I don't re- remember much about it. Um, basketball I haven't seen it in a little bit I have seen it several times and I always it always got me you know, it's, of course the South Park guys always fucking get me mm-hmm. but I can see what DP is saying <clears throat> and I would have just if you had picked me first I would have just said yeah basketball is much funnier but with him saying that like I don't feel like it'd be fair for me just to pick it the San Francisco I the only member the or yeah I love that see, I, like, I love that yeah. I love it yeah, it was funny when I was, you know, in my twenties. But now that I'm like an evolved human, DP, it's not as funny. It's just remember like, when, come on, DP. Remember when they in like not the, that evolved? That's right, DP. You you know that the 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 one of the first scenes of the movie when they fleece those two preppy dudes when they make the, up the, the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking that's hilarious. great. It's that is so great. Funny. Yeah. First and you get the, the job, sh- then you get the khakis. Yeah. Oh my god. The first the khakis and the job. Yeah. yeah. And then like, remember the scene like in the hospital when they think the kid's dying, but he's not really dead. Then they almost kill him by accident. Like yeah. it's roadkill caught on tape. Remember that? The whole thing with the Reggie yeah. Jackson. Right. Yeah. Right. He's there. The team. He the smells Jenny like Robert Downey Jr. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The running joke with Jimmy McCarthy sucking the chrome off a trailer hitch. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe we go to my office and lay some carpet mm. and she's actually there laying yeah, carpet it's funny. You know, like uh, uh, that the, stuff was funny it was just everything else just was so dated and i it didn't it didn't land with me anymore the running but, gag with uh trey and matt being so totally idiotic in front of that team owner yeah and, like yeah. he's go to meet him <laughs> and he's talking about how he got rich uh hey, like, no yeah, yeah. Right, like shack <laughs> Yeah. Like Shaq. Shaq. college, like Shaq. no. 
You got rich in college. Everyone knows that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that guy's just like flipping out. Like, what? How dumb are you? Right. <laughs> yeah, it's Robert Vaughn. He's brilliant. Yeah. So. yeah All is. right. So, uh, but then I mean, you think of Christmas, like, dude, dude fucking Randy Quaid and Christmas. Yeah, he's great. He's great. <laughs> I need to watch that movie again. I have. I yeah. He I need to kidnaps his boss. Like, it, yeah. There are some fucking fantastic moments in christmas vacation that yeah it can't be overlooked all right so are we marky do you do you feel comfortable sending this to social media because let's be honest here if i put this up on my social media uh christmas vacation is gonna win it's just the iconic movie a lot of people are gonna yeah, be like, oh i love that, that. Is the thing. yeah and it's gonna win if people, we go to yeah. social media it will be christmas vacation there's that's really fun. no that's, point to even doing it yeah that's fine i mean it's like I said, I've, I've only seen Christmas Vacation once. It was a very long time ago. I'm immature. I find uh, Team America, I think that's the funniest movie of all time. That's what I voted for in our uh, full tournament. But right. that's just because those are the guys that get me. You know, I got to kind of take a stance back and uh, take my own uh, likes out of it and try mm-hmm. and see what is the, right. the oh. better comedy. Because I, I, I hear what DP is yeah. saying that Christmas Vacation very well may be, I mean, do people like it because it's just what they used to and grew up with? And they yeah, watch it's, every a, year? it's a Christmas movie. Or is it that yeah. funny and the jokes last over decades? It's not that funny. It, it's right. funny. Uh, it's, uh, well, again, I, I think it is. But let, let's send this to social media. And so if you're listening and you love basketball, make sure you go. You check us out. We're at Movie Council Pod on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. And you can send us email. You email us. Tell us what you think should win. It is uh, moviecouncilpod at gmail. But yeah, go go online and and vote and let us know what you think should mm-hmm. win. AJ and TW, when you guys post this uh, question on your social media, pose it as which movie made you laugh harder. Okay. okay. Or mm, because not, if, if not you- the better movie, yeah. What what made you laugh harder? Yeah, it's a good what way made to you laugh it. harder yeah. or what made you laugh the most because right. yeah, people are people are gonna get sentimental about Christmas vacation. That's exactly why I said it would win. It, it yeah. really would. So yeah. all right, that's fine. All right, we got our first yeah. tie. We'll send that to social media. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We've got a few weeks, so we'll work on that. Uh let's do our last matchup. This is gonna be an interesting one. I'm looking at it now. This is a fucked up matchup when you really think about it. Um mm-hmm. This is, I know this is a movie, our number four seed is a movie that Marky just adores. That's right. Um and it is the number four ranked Tucker and Dale versus Evil versus a number 13, I'm going to get you, sucker, from 1980. I also love that one. I mean, God, I don't remember. But it's, if, if anybody's not familiar with it, it's um, Keenan Ivory Wayans is the lead. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, the older brother out of the Wayans yeah, brothers. Keenan's in it. Damon's yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is great. But um, I already know where Marky's going to go with this. AJ, what are you thinking? Have you seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil? I have not. Okay, so AJ, <laughs> um, so uh, DP, what do you think? All right. Um, so I love. I'm gonna get you, sucker. This is one of those movies that, like, I saw at a certain age, and it fucking stuck with me, and it is goddamn hilarious. It is. We grew up with it. Yeah, and it's similar to the Naked Gun, Airplane. It's one of those like spoof, over-the-top, goofy movies that are absolutely hilarious. 
However, I got to say, just this week, I watched, again, for the second time. I had seen it before, but uh, it was a while ago, uh, the first time I saw it. But I watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Mm-hmm. That movie's fucking hilarious. It's good. It, it, is, it? Is, it, it is really, really, really funny. And it is really fucked up. Like, yeah, I'm watching it, and here's pretty much how I would kind of describe it to someone. is It is a very brutal gory uh long version of a curb your enthusiasm episode <laughs> like interesting where where it's just like constant like you know people walking in at the wrong time and hearing something and taking it out of context and you know just okay. like it, bad timing left and right and causing confusion and chaos and a hilarity because goddamn Tucker and Dale versus Evil is a funny movie. Um, God, it's still a tough vote for me because I love I'm going to get you, sucker. But I'm going to go with Tucker and Dale. I, I think this movie, Jesus Christ, it's it is very funny and and it's one of those ones that surprises the shit out of you because like at first you know it's goofy, it's funny. And then all of a sudden, this kid fucking runs full speed into like a a branch and fucking (laughs) impales himself. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? It totally takes you by surprise. And even though this dude's bleeding out, you're still laughing at him. So (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and give my vote to Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. DP, I'm gonna, I, I'm, I already know, again, I know where Marky's going with this. I'm actually going to echo that. I, we used, you and I used to quote, I'm going to get you sucker, like crazy yeah. growing the, up. Like, the, the dude, man, the fucking, the fucking dude. dude. Yeah. How's he go to the bathroom with all that gold? Like it's it was <laughs> fucking hysterical and it's really great. And for anybody listening, if you haven't seen it, um, see it, it's great. It's a classic. Um, but the LPMs with that and Tucker and Dale versus evil are pretty similar, but Tucker and Dale versus evil is just brilliant. It's really, I remember I, I just watched it for the first time a few months ago. And as I was watching, it, I sent Marky a text being like, Hey dude, I'm watching this. And he's like, yeah, let me know. And, and like 30 minutes later, I'm like, dude, this is fucking great. Like, this is really amazing. Yeah. Really funny. Um, really just different. Um, really was unlike any kind of comedy I've watched. I, I really, really enjoyed it. So um, I, I'm going with Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Mark, do you wanna you wanna make this unanimous? Yeah, um, it's and it's gonna be, but it's not uh, as it's not as uh, lopsided or you know. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Is a very special movie, and it is fucking hilarious. That is one of the first movies that I saw of that type of like that spoof. It was like that '80s action spoof that came out in like the early 90s or 80s any like during that time like right on top of the other real action movies yeah um and this may have been we're talking about an introduction to chris tucker earlier this may have been the introduction of chris rock um with him at that diner asking for the rib how much for one rib <laughs> the fuck out of here. Fuck the cup, throw it in my hand for a dime <laughs> yeah you change very- for a hundred it is, yeah. it is a that and it yeah if anybody hasn't seen either of these movies definitely need to put it on your radar they're both very special the special thing about tucker and dale in my opinion to kind of add on what tw was saying it's it's also kind of a spoof on horror movies but it's taken in the perspective of 
these characters that are the college kids are dying and the movie is from the perspective of the people that the college kids think are the killers they're just like happy-go-lucky silly hillbillies but because they're up there and these college kids are partying and they're dying off left and right because of their own stupid mistakes they just assume it's these assholes at the end when the girl she's like but you're you're half hillbilly too yeah <laughs> no i almost fucking wet myself you're it half really hillbilly sp- too it is very smartly written and funny smart it's good yeah i, I remember when it came out great. it was it was it was a pretty under the radar pick of the week movie when it came out like it what it didn't get a lot of uh marketing and they've had a sequel on the back burner for a long time oh god i'd love that i don't i'd hope that they make another one but he's uh, gonna love alan tudyk and alan tudyk and and tyler labine i fucking love tyler labine does um do any of you guys remember there was a show i don't want to say like maybe like mid 2000s 2005 2006 the show called reaper uh-uh. So the yes. first episode never was directed it, by though. Kevin Smith, yeah. and it, the story is uh, this kid his his parents sold his soul to the devil, like when he was little, <laughs> and so when he turned eighteen, he had to become a bounty hunter for hell mm. to like huh. trap escaped souls, and it was him. And Tyler Labine was the comedic sidekick, and he fucking killed like the the show pilot being totally carried the show it was super funny it was a really fun show it only lasted a couple seasons but interesting i fucking loved it it's called reaper mm. yeah I, I i do recommend it if you ever want to check yeah, it out heard it up. yeah it, like it's a good time interesting premise yeah all right so that does it that ends this uh this this portion of the bracket so Going into next round, we're going to have number one, Hot Fuzz, taking on number eight, Grandma's Boy. And like AJ said, I think Grandma's Boy is a live dog in that one. I, I, mm-hmm. I, really, I really do. Uh, and then we got the, well, we have number four, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, but that will be taking on whatever social media thinks of the number five, Christmas Vacation, versus number 12, Basketball. So we'll get back to you on that one. So uh, those are set one. up. Real quick, uh, next week, um, we have another four coming at you. I think we'll do the bottom right of the bracket role models versus zoolander napoleon dynamite versus scary movie talladega nights versus ted and i love you man versus pineapple express i think that's going to be one we're going to need some time for those, yeah. are, some, those are some tight matchups right there so um it's been good it's been good um so half the bracket's done we have two more weeks of that and then we'll finish it up with the final 16 for one episode it'll be good so so all right that 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 was super fun i love 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 the tournament it's it's always great um but again we're we're just gonna be throwing shit around tonight and having a good time uh how about you marky yes what do you have what what do you have for us tonight okay um so there is this graphic artist this uh he's since passed his old french dude uh, was very prominent in, I think, like the 70s and 80s, or for quite a while, decades, maybe further before that. His pen name is Mobius. His real name is John Gerard. I've got some of his books in the house. Some of them are hard to find uh, in English, but his artwork is fucking amazing. And I follow 
different people that kind of post his stuff on Instagram. And, you know, I always just like enjoying to see other pieces of art that he's done that I've missed. Um, but I came across this thing and it's a, it's a series that I wasn't aware of. It's not written by him, but it is uh, illustrated by him. And the name is El Incal. It's, you know, L-E-L, the Spanish word, and then I-N-C-A-L, Incal, I guess. And I haven't read or even knew about that one, but what piqued my interest besides it being a Mobius uh, artwork, which I am now going to hunt down and find an English translation of Taika Waititi has been slated to do a film adaptation of the story. So <laughs> I am very interested. So I, I don't know anything about the story, but love the illustrator, love him to death. He's uh, hands down one of my favorite illustrators of all time. And anything that Taika is on, obviously I think we can all agree that we're on board for huge. Fan. Um, yeah. So this should be mm-hmm. interesting. And I actually mentioned it to Sam tonight. Um, I told her exactly what I just told you guys. And she kind of just sent like a closed face emoji and said that she already ordered mm-hmm. me the first book in the series for Christmas. <laughs> so not a surprise, but I am excited to get that for Christmas. Um, oh. And excited yeah, to see She knows you well then, huh? She does yeah, very damn. much. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> um, I do have another brief story. I don't know if we want to, take turns yeah, going go around okay um i didn't know about this project either but i saw a headline saying that robert downey jr and matt damon have now been cast in the upcoming christopher nolan movie <laughs> which i wasn't aware was coming out or what it was but it's gonna be uh it's called oppenheimer is that a, how you pronounce it oh, yeah, 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 yeah. i've heard about that uh, yeah comic bomb guy right mm-hmm. that's yeah him. yeah, yeah. Uh, Killian Murphy is going to be playing Oppenheimer. So I think this could be pretty interesting. Uh, One, well, maybe just one. (laughs) Um, The the subject matter, but because of the director that's tied to it, right? Because uh, Christopher Nolan, uh, besides Dunkirk, has been doing a a lot of sci-fi stuff and just very odd stories for a while. Um, So again besides dunkirk this one will be uh one of the only ones that's uh based on you know it's, it's some history here and it's not as it's not it's not actually packed i mean it's a, an atomic bomb story but it's about the guy that came up with it and his team and how he felt i believe i think it's going to follow his mm-hmm. life because oppenheimer oppenheimer was uh notoriously against what he had created afterwards so that could be interesting yes. yeah so yeah, so, yeah. Sounds... looking forward to that. Interesting stories. I, I think that uh, we can all look out for. I think that Oppenheimer story in the hands of Nolan is very, very, very interesting to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty. Um, God, that's going to be one of those ones that's going to be. I mean, do you think there? Do you think there's a, a an outside chance that it bombs? Just an outside chance. Be. Sure, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because it's it's a little bit of a gamble because it's not like... Well, not like, Nolan's a big swinger, right? He is, like, he is. He's a big swinger. Not and like he's, that. I feel but, like someone... Uh, yeah, uh, you know he's a big mean. swinger. He takes big swings. He's... Yeah, and he's been... Uh, you know, Dunkirk um, didn't destroy... Oh, like, I, I enjoyed it, but it, it didn't destroy like some of his other ones. Um, 
Dunkirk's terrific. Yeah, it is. I mean, from a cinematography standpoint, right. just filmmaking oh. aspect is right. brilliant. He even uses this idea of these three timelines he uses. And I mean, he's just, he's always taking yeah. chances. And I just, you know, I have to respect that. And he's got Killian Murphy in almost all of his movies, which I'm going to love. Why time. wouldn't you want him in any of your yeah. movies? The dude is awesome. He's an um, animal. He's legit. I'm going to go ahead and call it right now. Matt Damon is going to be cast as an army general dickhead that wants the bomb. Yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah. And then uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be some sort of like political dude. That's like, mm. or either political or lobbyist. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I think he, D- Robert Downey Jr. can do most things. And I don't know. Ever since he played Iron Man, I don't know. I just haven't seen him in anything that I've been overly wild by. But right, I don't know. I I'd like to see. I'd like to see what he can do in it. In he's a he's got some like acting that. chops. He can stretch. Oh no, he's a really great actor. Yeah, I just but you're haven't right. Seen him in 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 anything where he's had to stretch that all Topic that much. Thunder. Well, yes, thank you, Tropic Thunder. Thank you, Marky. Thank you, Tropic like Thunder. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you, Marky. Sorry, I'm the guy playing a guy. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm embarrassed that I, you know, because he's amazing in Tropic Thunder. Um, blackface and all, right? Yeah, that was on the yeah. that was he's the last the, human being on the planet exactly. that got away with blackface. He was on <laughs> that is precipice. how good of an actor he is. The next day is when the the order came down from up high that this is you can no longer fucking do this yeah <laughs> like, oh shit i'm glad i did it yesterday right ah beautiful yeah. um so i tell you what i'm gonna go ahead and go next with my, that, my that's answer. great stuff though marky that's great yeah. stuff yeah that's gonna be good I, I did i did see that too um when i was looking at you know upcoming movies that i did see that oh, the Oppenheimer. Yeah. yeah yeah the oppenheimer stuff the, yeah. yeah i mean the, the uh, taika one was so fascinating that shit so hopefully that's like a that 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 has potential for like a killian murphy like best actor nod you know yeah right right in there so that dude is so awesome the type of thing is the one that i'm personally more excited for just because of the uh Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. i don't even know what the subject matter is and i'm more excited about that one everything he does is gold i mean yeah let's be honest but it's it's the illustrator and the director yeah behind it that right got my dick hard yeah yeah i gotta say for me like uh, as far as directors go, uh, Taika Waititi, no matter what he puts out next, I'm going to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, even if it doesn't sound like it would be up my alley, if it's Taika, I'm going. Then to you see know it. you're going to, yeah, yeah, I agree with that 100%. As he's one of those blind directors that I will go see whatever he yeah. does, even if the yeah, premise sounds sure. absolutely yeah. stupid. Like there's yeah, going to be in. something in there that is uh, is going to be brilliant because that guy yeah. is. Yeah. Hey, DP, can I, I cause I kind of want to piggyback on Mark. You talking about some uh, upcoming stuff. That's yeah. what I wanted to talk go, about tonight. Go for upcoming it. movies guys. We have, and I looked this up. I researched this today because I like to always kind of know, like, in a, cause you guys know my obsession with the Oscars, even though I fucking hate them at the same time. Um, I always like to know, like, What's the buzz 
even though it's early, like what's the buzz for the next one? You know, like what's the buzz for technically mm-hmm. this year, you know, for next year's award. When, when do they, when are the Oscars again? They're usually uh, like in like March or April, right? Uh, yeah. I love where you're going with this. Yeah. So yeah. Um, basically I started looking up. So if you go on IndieWire.com, which is a great website, love for, that site, by yeah, the way, for, 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 you know, Oscar predictions and things like that, they break things down like uh, for each category of the Oscars. And they'll say like for this year, it's going to be, you know, these are the, these are the front runners. These are kind of in the middle. These are the long shots. And these are sometimes dark horses. Yeah. Yeah. These are the ones that aren't even coming out for a while. And they already are dark horses. Like it's a, it's a cool thing to look at. So I was going through today. And one of the things that's happened with COVID was there were a lot of movies that were supposed to come out a while ago, but they got held up because of COVID. And now they're all being released. Guys, is that you, real quick? Is that because of they want to be a theatrical release or because they took that long in production and stuff? It's both. It's actually both. Okay. Um, they, they, most of those productions when they were already starting got halted because of COVID. And then they were, I think a lot of places and studios have been holding out trying to go for theatrical releases so they can make the box office money as well. So, guys, this is insane. I looked this up today when I was going through IndieWire. The amount of movies that are going to come out before the end of this year that all have Oscar buzz is fucking ridiculous. There's like 25 of them still. It's November 5th. We're talking, what, seven weeks before the end of the year? My birthday. It's a happy happy, happy birthday, AJ. Um, Mark Davidson's birthday. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Hey-o. Yeah. We're talking seven weeks before the end of the year, right? Eight weeks, seven weeks. So I'm not good at math. We're talking like 25, 30 movies that all have Oscar buzz that will be released either before the end the, of the year, b- before the end of the year in theaters, at least in theaters, sometimes in theaters and streaming both. And I want to talk to you guys about some of these. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to talk know. to you about, I'm going to talk me. to you about two specifically, but I want to tell And these are like fucking like big swinging dick director movies that all still need to come out before the end of the year. Let me just tell you guys, some of the directors that have movies that are coming out before December 31st this year. Okay. Within the next seven, eight weeks. First of all, Ridley Scott has two. All right. The last duel is the last duel has already come out. Um, Oh yeah. I heard it was great. It was a box office flop. It made no money, but I heard it was, it was really, really good. He's got another Jody one. Comer I've heard good it. things about it. Yeah, I didn't I heard, know. It I heard Jody Comer is like got Oscar buzz. It's it, it's got it, the reviews are great. So, but among the movies that are still coming out, here are some of the directors we're talking that still have a movie to come out before December thirty first. DP, let me just say real quick, uh, your boy Lin Manuel Miranda has one. Okay. Ooh. Um, but uh, you Amulet guys too. You guys know the, Rebecca Hall. The Hamling. Remember the the actress Rebecca Hall from the yeah. town? Yeah, she she's been making a lot of she's been making a good amount of films lately. She's got one coming out. As does um, uh, there's another one that I liked. Oh, the Ridley Scott's second one. Oh, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh has another one as well. Fuck him. However, <laughs> he's a name. Lean into the mic, guys. Adam McKay. Aaron Sorkin, Steven Spielberg, Guillermo del Toro, George Clooney, Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Joel Cohen, and Paul Thomas Anderson all still have movies to come out Damn. before the wow. end of the year. Paul Thomas oh, Anderson. Wow. Paul and, Thomas well, Anderson has licorice pizza coming out. That's what it's called. It's, called like, it's, like, it's like a coming of age. I Look up the trailer if you had a chance. It looks fucking great. Okay. So I want to talk about two. 
um, that really when I was going through today and I, I, guys, forgive me if we talked about this one already, because I was a, not a little, but very drunk last week. I'm sorry if we uh-huh. brought this up already, but there is one coming out, um, Adam McKay's movie that's oh, coming out that is going to be in theaters on December 10th, will be released in Netflix on, on Christmas Eve. It's called Don't Look Up. It is a comedy disaster movie. Get ready for this. Two low-level astronomers must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Those two actors that are doing that, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence. What? Um, add in Timothy Chalamet, Ariana Grande, Chris Damn. Evans, Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. It is, this is a massive, massive movie. That And uh, again, you can look up the trailer for that too. Looks fucking ridiculous. Uh, dark comedy about the end of the world with some of the best actors on the fucking planet. I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Jennifer Lawrence, but uh, she can do some deadpan, dark humor really well. And when that you look up the great. trailer, you will see that she is very, very deadpan. Yeah, did you did you see her with um, uh, shit? What the hell's the name of that show? Beyond Two Ferns. What what the hell is that? Oh yeah, no, oh, Between Zach Two Ferns. Yeah, was that Between yeah. Two Ferns with uh, Zach Galifianakis? Yeah. Oh, she kills oh him. my yeah. goodness, she, she fucking him. oh my gosh, she destroyed him. It was amazing. Oh, good, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I saved it on TikTok. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You, should, you should not. You should not eat any more pudding. Because you're overweight. Oh, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, guys, I mean. Amazing. Like, like I said, and these are movies. I don't know, guys. Maybe as we're going through these episodes for the rest of the year, maybe we should try and see these when they come out. And Absolutely. Review them on the show if we can. Definitely. Definitely. Like I said, Adam McKay's doing that one with all those heavy hitters. Yeah, but it's yeah. a comedy. Wow. It's a comedy. And, um, wow. and, and he's got that we know so, that so, we know so that. December, yeah, December 10th in the theaters uh Christmas Eve uh, on Netflix it'll I'm come out so I've noticed that's holy what shit that's okay. what they're doing with a lot of these they're they're releasing them in the theaters quickly so they can get they technically will qualify for the Academy Awards and then they're streaming them almost like two to three weeks later seems yeah. to be what most of them are doing so okay okay um it, it looks that looks really really great what's it called uh don't look up don't look up. Don't okay. Look up. Okay. All right. But like, there's so many others, guys. Like, uh, 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 DP, DP's a little, a little fruity like this. He likes, he likes Broadway stuff. <laughs> uh, Steve, a little. Steven Spielberg's doing a new West Side Story that's coming yeah. out. Oh, I'm well, well, well aware of this. December Yay. 10th in the theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I cannot wait for this. I'm going to say one as soon as I can. I'm going to say one that I think it looks kind of <laughs> cheesy. The George Clooney one that he's directing is um, called The Tender Bar. It's um, uh, it's Ben Affleck. Look up the trailer on that. It looks fucking great. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the being the, the Aaron Sorkin one is uh, Being the Ricardos. It's about um, Ricky Ricardo and Lucille Ball, something that happens on the set. It's Javier Hello. Bardem and Nicole Kidman. Like, Damn. it looks absolutely Des- Desi and Lucy? Yeah. Oh shit! Javier Bardem and Nicole Kidman are playing them. Yes, that it, sounds awesome. It, right? Yeah, I want to see that. It's out of control. Uh, AJ, um, there's a movie coming out that's directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. It stars Olivia Coleman, called The Lost Daughter. It looks fucked up. Uh, I didn't know Maggie Gyllenhaal was in that seat. Uh, she is now. Uh, I, I love me some Olivia Coleman. 
Uh, Joaquin Phoenix has got one coming out on the 19th. It's going into the theaters. Um, uh, DP. Um, uh, Joaquin Lynn, Phoenix that he's starring or directing he's it? Starring, you're throwing, he's starring. Okay, you're throwing me off with some of these like Clooney's and Gyllenhaal's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. directing sorry about these that. shit. Sorry, sorry about that. Joaquin Phoenix is starring because the director of this one is a guy named Mike Mills. I don't, I don't know this this guy, but um, so and some of the ones that I noticed today are had already come out, like uh, the French Dispatch. I haven't seen it yet. So that is out. I was about to ask you about that one. It's mm-hmm. out. No time. The the new Bond is out. The No, no Time to Die. Um, the Last Duel, like I said, it's out. Um, so what's the second Ridley Scott one? Um, uh, the second Ridley Scott, believe it or not, he's directing House of Gucci. It's like huh. this like uh, upper class thing. Uh, Lady Gaga's in it. Adam Driver is in it. It's got a huge cast. Al Pacino. Oh, I, I've seen some uh, posters <clears throat> for that. Yeah, that's Ridley Scott. But I did want to talk about um, one other one that I really thought looked great. Um it is the new Guillermo del Toro movie, which uh, releases into theaters on December 17th called Nightmare Alley. Um, it's Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, uh, Rooney Mara, Willem Dafoe, Tony Collette, Ron Perlman. Wow. It's, it's ridiculous. The What's synopsis, the name again? Uh, it, it's called Nightmare Alley. It's a, a corrupt con man teams up with a female psychiatrist to trick people into giving them money. I know that's that's not the best uh, synopsis. Hold on. Uh, it's actually uh, set in like a carny setting. Mm, um, and they got good. like some, like a Guillermo, typical Guillermo del Toro movie. They have some monster that they're hiding. Right. It, it's a crazy thing. Again, it's another trailer you guys should look up. Um, so guys, I mean... The first one, so like I said, the ones that have already been le- released that have Oscar buzz is one called Coda. Um, it's 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 actually it's set around here. Yeah, it's an Apple Plus yep. movie, I it, think. It's it, 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 Coda is um, uh, acronym for Child of Deaf Adults, and it's a um, oh, just, I, it's yeah, a feel good film. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's filmed around here, like mm-hmm. Gloucester or, or or something like yep, that. Yep, yep, um, yep. I think that's right. So then there's another one called Worth with Michael Keaton that's out on Netflix right now. French Dispatch from Time to Die, The Last Duel. We already talked about Dune. Those are the ones that are already out, but... Um, Marky, Marky, French Dispatch should be on your radar as Wes Anderson. 100%. Yeah, I didn't know it was out. I've been uh, paying attention to that very closely. I want to see yeah, that. And but, I don't um, think it's streaming anywhere yet, Marky. I haven't... That's it's, not, not, it's not. Yeah, but... I'm I, part I think, of that target audience that, uh, or lack thereof maybe, that hasn't been jumping to get back to the theaters. Yeah, I haven't me, been me, to a theater here. since before COVID. I haven't, I haven't but been. I but I am. You didn't I go am. to the IMAX for the uh, Dune, but you saw it at home. Oh, but I was in uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas. There ain't shit right. out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go. Fair enough. So, um, yeah, guys, that I, and I am I'm jonesing to get back to the theater. I'm I'm gonna go back very soon. Absolutely. Um, but it, it, yeah, guys, I'm talking for the end of the year. We're talking 2025 movies that I want to see in the next eight weeks so this this is going to be and they're all crammed in because of the pandemic with but one of the only good things that's come out of this so well, well it's going to be good, a really it's going to be a really exciting last couple months well, the good news is a lot of those films um even though they might you know jump into the theater early they'll end up on streaming very yeah. quickly so, very, very you know quickly. they will and we'll be able to see them so yeah so like i mean uh, for instance next week there's a movie called passing rebecca hall's the director it's tessa thompson and ruth nega are the, are the yes stars. yes um, i heard that was excellent that releases into the theaters and on netflix the same day 
Right. November excellent. 10th, excellent. Next week, you guys can watch it. So it's all in uh, black and white. It's I, it's. Uh, I actually, guys, I I have this on my computer. If you guys want it, I'll send you the file so you can see. I want it. Thing. I'll send that to you guys so you can. Uh, so so we're gonna have a, you know, like I said, if you guys want to review some of these the next couple of weeks, let us know if you can, let us we can talk about it and if we can all do it, we can talk about them. We can do a, yeah, a and, review and, every week or a couple yeah, or whatever and, we can do. And anybody listening, if you if you guys want us to watch and review any of these specifically, we're hell yeah, definitely we're definitely down to do that. And that this way we'll get really like loaded up and ready for Oscar season. We can go, okay, these are the movies. We've seen them all. We can talk accurately about them and say, these are the ones that should win. Like, you know, like. We're going to do our own Oscars, right? Like we should like sound, like we sound should, of metal. Yeah. Like sound of metal. Remember? Son of Rami Malek didn't win. And then the, the, the fucking guy who was best supporting actor didn't win. Mm-hmm. It was a whole bunch of bullshit. That should have won. That should have won a lot yeah. of stuff. Harry um, Mulligan didn't win for best actress, which is oh, like I, robbery. I, Told you I saw that, right? Yep. Uh, Promising young woman. Holy shit, is that amazing? Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, uh, Marky, I think you're onto something there. It's going to be a lot of movies to watch if we're going to do our own Oscars, but we can make a plan. We can make a plan yeah. for that. So, so I just thought I'd bring that up to you guys. So keep your eyes yeah, peeled. I can, nice. send you, I can email you guys this this uh, spreadsheet that I made. Yeah, please uh, do. With all the dates, uh, where and not only did I say the release date in the theaters, but I have the streaming release date and what services it's on. If, if, yeah. Cause honestly, even though we're, we're all, I'm sure jonesing to get back to the theater. We can't possibly watch all of these things in the theater. So no, 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 no. it's, it's nice that there's a streaming schedule for a lot of these, you know, yeah. especially like the, the passing film, like things like that, where you know, it's going to hit the streaming service right away. Yeah. It's great. It's and great. by the way, the, of the ones that will be available for streaming, most of them are Netflix. Netflix jumped all over Damn. these movies. Of course they did. They have a, they have I can see so far, and this is the uh, yeah they got they got a little it. taste with Roma, and they're like oh, they we did want this they all did the time yeah that's exact that's exactly right. Which one was Roma? Sorry, TW. No, no, go ahead. Uh, which one was Ro- Roma? Roma was the Alfonso Cuarón film, um, uh, black and white film that. Uh, ended up uh, getting a bunch of Oscar buzz. Is that the one that kind of started? Yeah. Is that the one that started the debate? Um, I think we even talked about it on the show of uh, streaming movies being eligible for Oscar nominations. Yeah. That was, yeah. It was a huge debate. So guys, I'll I'll say one more thing before I go. Of the, all those movies, which I have like 25, 26 That's of them. That's crazy. Um, 15 of them will be available streaming. All Eight right. of those 15 are Netflix. Damn. So, yeah, they're okay. all over the show. Okay. So, Fair enough. Oh, yeah. Guys, we um, I, I'll send this to you guys. Let's stay on top of this. Let's try to watch as many of these movies because I think they're going to be great movies, too. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah. Really exciting last couple of months of the movie year. Good stuff, TW. Yeah. Like Thank that. you. Yes, yeah, always a good time of year for for movies. And I was not aware of that either. And they, they, they got to the cram he, them all the in. Hitters. And they have yeah. to cram them all in way more than any other year. So yeah, they, it is uh, somewhat typical to cram in movies at the end of the year to right. catch, a, to right. catch an Oscar thing. This but right. this is unprecedented. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. Fucking like twenty five. Yeah. So wow. yeah, wow, 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 wow. All right, so yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, 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 DP, AJ, what, uh, you guys want to talk about something? AJ, what do you got? You 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 want to uh, go ahead and bring it? Yeah. So, <laughs> so 
it's sort of in line with what TW is talking about, except I want I wanted to give you guys um, like a brief review of a couple of films I saw that are 2021 films, but they're uh, out of if D, if DP could throw out the soundbite. Oh, for, you're ready. You're ready. For, yeah, yeah. So I, I I did in the past talk about some underrated picks of the week. Under the so, radar pick um, of the week. That, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. was it the... That was my underrated pick of the week. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was the... Under the weather pick of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite. The under the weather pick of the week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're not feeling good. Yeah. Right, right. You got to so... I was looking at a list on Rotten Tomatoes of the best movies of 2021 so far. And I went through that list and I thought, I want to watch at least a couple of these that maybe are on a streaming service, but are not like, you know, like main, like not like a Bond film or like something like a major release, but something independent, something small scale. So I watched a couple of them this week. And I want to recommend a couple of them, actually. Do it. No, I and I want to recommend them. Um, and I and I want to recommend them for specific reasons. One, uh, and they're actually the same reason. The central performance by the lead actor in the film is just so tremendous in each of these films. They're small productions. They're short films. They're not shorts. They're not shorts. They're shorter films. They're like 90 minutes. 85 minutes on one and honestly not quite 80 minutes on the other one huh okay okay but there the one of them is the number 64 best movie because supposedly for 2021 on rotten tomatoes which tells you how many movies have actually been released in 2021 mm-hmm. it's called uh the killing of two lovers okay okay Okay. It's it's not it's not none of neither of these films that I'm going to recommend tonight are uh, have any actors you would even know. Okay, the star of this film, his name, I'm go, I'm scrolling in Rotten Tomatoes right now. Sorry, Clayne Crawford. Okay, Clayne. He Clayne. Like Mr. Clayne. Clayne. He was the star of. Uh, the Lethal Weapon TV series, mm. and then got fired for is, yeah. some like uh, like Me Too shit that happened on set or something. Fucker. Yeah, and clean. he got fired from that show. But yeah, he. I actually. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't a huge fan of the show, but I saw it a couple times, and he was. Uh, DP loved like, it. AJ. DP loved that show. Okay, I did. I did. So I, I loved it, and he was he was a good leading man. <laughs> So so let me just give you a quick synopsis of the film. Do it. Do it. Um, (laughs) And and TW, I think you would love this film, by the way. It's a searing drama. It's very realistic, real life scenario. It's about he plays um, a guy that's married to this woman. They was his high school sweetheart. They have four kids aj please don't spoil it don't don't, don't pull a heat on me please All right. sorry <laughs> they have they they have four kids very very yeah they have four kids right? but they decide to trial separate and one of the things they decide 
uh, they agree upon. They live in this small town in Utah. Like literally, they live like she. He moves out of the house based on their agreement, and he moves in with back in with his dad, and it's like literally walking distance. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's his house is right down the street from their house. Right, like, right, right, yeah. It, it's very small town USA. Right, and one of the things they agree upon is that they can see other people. And she takes that. She actually does that. She starts to see somebody and he has, he, he doesn't, he doesn't take that well. Okay. And and it's, it's because he never wanted to separate in the first place. Right. Like that's the whole thing. And it's that struggle. Um, and it's a it, it it is a it's a very intense film okay. for the eighty five minute runtime, and the thing that makes that film tick is his performance. Okay, he is incredible in the performance, and and not that it's the same story as in the bedroom, but it reminded me of in the bedroom because oh, it's so oh. it's so small, like oh. it's so small, like the story is so, um, um encapsulated like it's just it's all in this like one little area it's all just one little story they're telling and it doesn't have to be complicated it just the emotions and the situation become you become enraptured in it when you're watching it i'm in aj it's on hulu right looks like it's on it's on hulu it's 93 on rotten tomatoes yes Mm -hmm. it's incredibly audience didn't love it but no it, but those I, are morons it's i didn't know that they i didn't think that they would though it, it is incredibly intense okay it's incredibly well acted by the lead performer and any detractors from that film that liked it would say maybe they didn't dig into you know any of the other characters all that much. They really focused in on Crawford's performance and his character and his journey so much so that they stick with him the entire time. The camera sticks with him almost the entire time. Okay. And there's a reason for it because he is just, it's intoxicating watching him on the screen. He is so good. So good. He won't get any recognition for it probably, because of the type of film it is, and it's so indie, but he's so good. All right, I'm in. It's I so it good. It was a Sundance film too, so it yeah. was it was introduced at Sundance. Um, it's so good. It's so good. So AJ, I'm definitely in for that. Uh, before we, you you uh, say your second one, you mentioned in the bedroom. Um, can we have an episode where we just talk about that movie for like two? Yes, please. Hours? I mean, yes, geez. please. <laughs> DP, you, you love that movie, absolutely. Right? Do a deep dive into that movie. That movie you, has guys... so much to say, and it's so well acted. And oh, I fucking yeah. love that movie. Let me just ask you guys one thing, and then tell me if I don't know if Marky's ever seen In the Bedroom or not. It, it, it's 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 nah. really it's outstanding. DP, it's literally terrific, a tattoo I want to get is that that poem verse that that guy reads when they're playing poker remember the the it's it's a um it's a whitman poem 
uh, uh, my lost youth. Remember, they're all playing oh, poker. And they, they would always God bust his. They would it. always bust his balls because he and the guy would read. He would recite poetry to get him to make his call. And he he in that scene. I don't want to spoil anything for Marky, but yeah, that scene where he recites that verse. I want that fucking. I want that tattooed on my body across your back. Yeah. That's where I want it, right on my shoulder blade. I get that. I'm getting that tattoo. Yeah, I get that. Getting but it. I like it. Oh, but I'll tell you guys. I'll tell oh, you guys. Movie. I'll tell you guys. This, this oh. film. Please see this film. All right, I got it. I got it. it, it it's and- it's it's um it's so emotion. It, it really. It really resonates. Right. It really resonates. I mean, it's a simple story, but it's the performance of the of the of the lead actor that just carries it to the end, and it always does. And they follow him the entire way. I'm in AJ. Do you, uh, you have another one though, right? I do. There's another one that was even higher ranked on the top top the list of 2021 Whoa. films. Number 27 called Shiva Baby. Okay. Have you heard of this? No. So it's about, it's not even an hour and a half. It's like 80 minutes at the most. It's a little less than that. It It's about this girl. She's a senior, supposedly senior age in, in college, like 21, 22 years old. And it's a comedy. And, um, I'll tell you one of the the only actor I even knew TW eventually. I'll tell you who that was, and you'll you'll laugh. But she's a she plays this Jewish girl, and she has a sugar daddy, mm-hmm. this older guy. And the opening scene of the film is her like like riding him on the on his couch. Hey, like, hey. Yeah. And then and then she leaves and she goes and meets up with her parents and they're going to go to this after party after the Shiva. It's this whole thing. Right. And she goes to it and she sees like her ex-girlfriend there who's this real she could be she's super bitchy to her just because of the way they ended shit. And then somehow through some connection, the sugar daddy shows up. Turns out he's married. Like it's just this very awkward thing. But at the very center of it is this girl's performance. Okay. Like, this actress. She does such a terrific job, like navigating like just the obnoxious, like Jewish thing. And like they're all like talking to her about like how they think she's anorexic and she's lost so much weight. And then why don't you meet a guy? Let's that's this whole Jewish thing, right? Like, and her father is played by the dude that played. Uh, in, in um, a serious man, he played Sai huh. si, uh, si Abelman. Si <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's that. the father. Okay, okay, okay. He's the father. Such a typical Jewish performance. Yes, yeah. very, very much. Yeah. And, and they're in the the whole the whole sh- the whole film basically takes place inside this house. Yeah. And she has to navigate these waters of like seeing this guy show up. He turns out to be married. The wife shows up. Yeah. With the kid with the baby, like because they couldn't find a babysitter. And then the ex-girlfriend's there, and she has to navigate these waters the entire it takes place over the course of like just several hours. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And they absolutely nail the, the nail the ending. Like awesome. they just stick the landing on the ending. AJ. And it's hilarious and amazing and it's anchored by this central performance by this actress the name of the movie one more time shiva baby 
It's also a Hulu one, so you can oh, see good. it on Hulu. Hey, AJ, we're sitting yeah, Shiva there. here. Yes, oh, exactly. Oh, but it's like got that shit here. It's so well done. It's it's ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomato. Wow. Did the audience like it Damn. any better? I didn't see that. Let me look. Let me tell you. Hold on. Shiva, baby. Rachel Senate. I know that name. The hell? Uh, seventy eight from the audience. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. So, oh. Good stuff, AJ. All right, yeah, I got them both. Uh, both Hulu, I got it written down. I'm in on those. But, yeah, please see them. Please see them. They're totally different films. I had different, like, I went into each film, like, I watched them back to back, which is weird because one of them is super intense and the other one's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Marky, are, Marky, are you going to watch either one of these movies? Yeah, I'm writing down Shiba Baby on Hulu. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> DP, what about you? Sorry, I just yeah. DP, you gonna watch any of these? (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna check these out. These you also sound right up my alley too. So Uh, yeah, I'm in. DP, I'll tell you, Shiva Baby is is one of these films that it's it's the feature debut for the filmmaker. And, and that girl's one, been in nothing. The lead, I just looked her up. She's been in yeah. nothing. Like right. two other movies. The fuck? Yeah. Nothing. I know. Oh, yeah. So, but right. the, di- the director had directed a couple shorts before that, but she had all never right. directed anything feature length. I like and it. Please see them. Okay. They're uh, both excellent, excellent films. On my list. Love it. Oh. All right. AJ, that's great stuff. Love it. Yeah, big time. Uh, DP's got some random shit, right? I, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, DP shit is very random. <laughs> hey, <Hello. laughs> Um, I, All right. So for me, uh, this week, I, I want to play kind of a game, a pseudo game with you guys. Uh, so over the course of this past year, as we've been doing this podcast, uh, a lot of times we'll do like our top fives, uh, our bunker movies, shit like that, where I'll end up on the internet, like looking up, oh, what are the the best this movie, the best that movie. Right, right. And you come across a lot of uh, websites that rank shit. So, but, and one of them, one of the ones I go to a lot is a, a website called Ranker.com. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. I'm sure you guys probably have been there to doing research for the for the podcast. You've probably been on Ranker. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, one of these websites that they'll have a poll for something. And anytime you go on, you can like vote for something to go higher on the list or lower on the list. Right. So it's very right. uh, user-driven uh rankings love it so uh tonight i wanted to see it if you guys could name uh rankers lit top 10 <laughs> list love it i love this already of the greatest living directors okay so 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 they they gave us 25 of the 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 top living directors 
I will give you guys some of them that are kind of between 25 and 11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I want you guys to kind of take turns uh, naming who you think is in the top 10. So, uh, sure. so for instance, in the like number 25 was Edgar Wright. Oh, wow. Okay. That's uh, high for him. Yeah. Um, Price on a crutch. All right. Like, uh, so number 17, Robert Zemeckis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number 15, Alfonso Cuaron. Mm-hmm. 13, okay. Guillermo del Toro. That's a little okay. high. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number 11 is David Lynch. Okay. Okay. And now I want you guys to take it away. You got to start, start, okay. start naming directors. No, no, uh, I hold, got on. One. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I hold will on. let you know. D- D- DP. In the top 10. Let's, let's, because AJ's just going to start screaming things. So, should we just right. like, so one at a time. Uh, one at a time. DP, you pick the order. Go ahead. AJ seems to want to go first. Yeah. yeah so, AJ, why don't AJ. you go first? Yeah. Just one. Who do AJ. you think is in the top 10 on this list? Easily Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, ding, 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 is number five. Okay. On the right. list. Okay. Very nicely done, AJ. Tim, who's uh, in the top 10? Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott is number eight on the list. Yeah. Hey, yeah. TW. Thank you. Marky. I got to go with my boy. 10? My boy, Denis, after Dune, the Ooh. recent Dune movie. You're close. Denis Villeneuve was number 14. Oh, really? I was gonna didn't, go with that didn't quite crack the too. top 10. That's almost bullshit. there. Almost there. All right, let's swing it back around. AJ, who else is in the top 10? This is easy. Martin Scorsese. The number one ranked <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Yeah, you yeah. have nailed it. AJ. After the yes. Irishman. I was going to say, as the Irishman, he's not number one. Number 50. Uh, well, yeah. 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 People still love him. So, right. so on this website, he's still number one. Right. Tim, who you got? Uh, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin, believe it or not, not in the top 10. Wow. Actually, really? Yeah, not even really that high. Not Are even you fucking kidding 25. me? Yeah, weirdly. I, I yeah, saw I him very okay, low. Uh, well, like, apparently the these people on Ranker are fucking morons. But, all right, Mark, <laughs> go ahead. I agreed. Uh, Tarantino's got to be in there. Uh-huh. Quentin Tarantino is number four. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. nicely done, Marky. All right, AJ. Stanley Kubrick. Amazingly, not in the top ten. What? What? Yeah, well, well, what yeah. he, what, what's he done is recently? It, uh, this was, he's dead. So. This is <laughs> living. Oh, living, 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 living. All right, DP. Living. I got. I got. Sorry, one. sorry. I got one. DP. I got that too. I got one. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan is number two. All right. Yeah. So awesome. One, awesome. Awesome. Martin Scorsese, number two, Christopher Nolan. Okay. All so right. there Mark, we go. You got we one? still got three, six, seven, nine, and ten. Because I got some ideas. Mark, you got yeah. one? Yeah. I, I don't agree with this, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's on there. Clint Eastwood. Oh, just miss Clint Eastwood was number twelve. Oh, see, Marky, yeah, I so thought I thought you were. I got. I got. I got one. I got one. Okay. And my next. You got? Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson is number 10. Nicely done, AJ. All right. I got one, DP. All right. Uh, The Coen brothers. Oh, there you go. All right. Got to be. 
I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you. Because number yeah, you seven got to. Joel. is Ethan Cohen. And number nine oh, is Joel Cohen. I got two. Okay. So That's gay. That's two. gay that they oh, separated that. I know. I... How many slots are left? We got like, what, two or three slots left? So there are two left. Two okay. directors in the top ten. Um, one, definitely old school. Uh-huh. Uh, directed one of, if not the greatest movie of all time. And one uh, directed a movie console vault movie. Okay. Um, you got one? Yeah. Um, uh, forgive me, fellas, for blanking on his name. I know it's... Uh, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. The the guy that did uh, Princess Bride, he's still alive, isn't he? Oh, Rob Reiner. Yeah. yeah. He he's not active, on the but... top ten. I got okay. one. He was on All the right. list. Yes, AJ. AJ. Francis Ford Coppola. You have fucking nailed it. Francis Ford nice. Coppola, number three, director of The Godfather. Yeah, I didn't know he was still alive. Yeah, and there's uh, one more well, left. All right, I'll take he a has swing. Directed I'll take a, a swing. Movie Council Vault movie. Wes Anderson. Ooh, sorry. That was no. going to be. That was my other guess. He, he's in. He's Wes Anderson was number sixteen. Fuck. Ooh, okay. Okay. So not in the top ten. Oh, Taika. Um, Pike is not up there yet. Yeah, because be. they're morons. Yeah, if you're, clearly. if you know what the fuck you're talking about, he's easily right. top ten. But um, vault movie, a vault movie. All huh? right, uh, think of Ron Howard. Uh, let's see. How, how can I hint at it without giving it? Hold away? on. Let, let's just don't, think for a minute. Oh yeah, yeah, don't. I got one. I got one. David Fincher. Oh yeah, T.W. Wow. Go, nice. go, motherfucker! Number six, David Fincher. So there we go. Pow! That is that is the top ten list. One, Martin Scorsese, followed by Christopher Nolan, Francis Ford Coppola, Quentin Tarantino, Steven Spielberg, David Fincher, Ethan Cohen, Ridley Scott, Joel Cohen. That's silly. And rounded out by Paul Thomas Anderson. Who? Yeah, God I think I won. I'm, I'm glad that I think I won. I, I think I won that contest. Well, hold on. What's I, the what's the what's the, uh, what's the Fincher Vault movie? We, uh, seven. Well, that's in the bunker. No, didn't we put that in the vault this uh, past? Uh, it's in the vault. The, the, vault, the vault part two. I know it's in the vault. I'm pretty sure it's in the vault. I, I brought it to the bunker. In. No, dude, I'm pretty sure it's in the vault. Oh no, I'm it might be. I'm just telling you. I know I brought it to the bunker. No, yeah. it's in your I bunker, but I'm pretty sure it's in the vault. All right, all right. It's because you brought it to the bunker. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'll let can't believe. Boogaloo. I'm pretty positive it's in the vault. Right. Can't believe <laughs> Denis Villeneuve isn't in there. I had him. T- that was that was I one know. of my guesses. So. Not, number fourteen, though. Yeah. yeah. For, yeah for like a I love this. I love this. We should do this more often. Pretty fucking good. Scorsese, yes. Historically, yes, but recently, eh, not so much. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Since it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But same with Spielberg, really, in my opinion. Mm. It's fine. But these lists—that's a fun take, game. That's don't fun take. Game don't take into like, account. All right, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll do this more often because I yeah I have fun with this too. So you know what? We we'll, we will bring this one back because this is the a good time. Game. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I could do better at that one than Rotten Tomatoes game. That's for sure. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Although, although if you if you were counting, I I think yes, yes, yes. We let you win because it's your birthday. (laughs) Hey, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's a fun game. We'll do it again, DP. Write that down so you don't forget it. We'll do that again. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write it down because yeah, right because you're an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, right, because you won't remember. Or right, because you're a moron. Because we're all That's stupid. Yeah. Hey, I definitely wrote down <laughs> 210 weeks. So I remembered this was 211. So yeah, yeah. me writing right. down is a good idea. Right. Uh. <laughs> hey, all right, boys. Well, that, that was that is. was that was good. I mean, a lot we got covered. A lot oh, that was great. I love I love that game too. By the way. Yeah, that, that was fun. Pretty, yeah. That game was that game was pretty badass, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like basketball, DP. <laughs> right, right. That was pretty badass. <laughs> I I thought we said no more journey psychouts. All right, <laughs> <laughs> All right go on. Oh, All right, come goodness. on. Enough. So, enough. Yeah. So, which reminds me, uh, yeah, make sure you go onto our social media and vote on uh, on that matchup. Yeah, we got. Yes, uh, please. Basketball versus Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, that is a, that's a good matchup. And yeah, we definitely need some help with that. So yeah, check us know. out at Movie Council Pod or just send us an email to Movie Council Pod at Gmail and let us know who you think wins that. Uh, also, you know, if you feel like there's a director that should have been in that top 10 list, let us know. Uh, if there's a movie oh. coming out soon that we should watch, like AJ, listen, let us know. You know, yeah, hit us up and uh, yeah, give us a rating and a review wherever you're listening to us. It definitely helps us out and we definitely appreciate it. So big time. So, All right, boys. Should we uh, should we call it an evening? Yeah, I, I, I think. Uh, I think this was a fucking fun episode. I, yeah, yeah. Again, like I said, fun. like we said at the beginning, we we wanted to kind of go back to what's the the impetus for this podcast, why why we started doing this, and I think we fucking nailed it tonight because yeah, was yeah. Less, fun less structure and more just shooting the shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's fun. It's 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 definitely more fun that way. Oh, I, I, and I hope I, I hope our listeners enjoy it. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just we clearly for us. Yeah, it's it's clearly about our vanity at this point. Let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> big time. <laughs> but yeah, so, so loved it. A lot of fun. All right. Uh so uh, let's wrap this up for for myself and for the CEO Tim Sherry for our COO Andrew Sherry. And our art slash security director, Marky Bondurant, we say thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you next week. Good night. Night. Love you guys. We have to do a podcast. The Movie Council is adjourned.